Hey guys, it's season two finale. Thank you for riding with us all season. We're sure coming back next season with a bang. Hey guys! <laughs> How are you guys doing? Oh my god, it's been a minute. It's a minute. It's been 24 hours. <laughs> it's been a while. Um, I don't even know. Like, I feel like we need to start some sort of like apology letter and just start reading it out. But unfortunately, we don't have one written out. No, no. But still, the truth is just that if you're existing and you've been existing for the past almost one year, then you know that a lot has happened to everybody this yeah, year. a lot has been happening. Like, <laughs> let's never get into it. So, I think that's part of oh, an explanation for why we haven't been as consistent, consistent. as we used to. Um, plus, guys, we're just trying to survive. <laughs> honestly, honestly, we're just trying to live and just be adults and it's just... <laughs> I don't want to go into the rabbit hole of ranting again about adulting because I feel like most of this season that's what I we've done yeah, <laughs> about adulting. But honestly, that's what's been happening. Yeah, there's just been a lot of like adult life decisions and adult life things that has to happen. Yeah, and we've just been going with the flow. Um, there's no handbook, there's no manual that says when you when this is happening, move to this and then yeah. things will be better. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're sorry, but we're glad that you guys have not like really dragged us. <laughs> so that one we're grateful for. But, we have very kind listeners. Honestly, kind yeah. listeners. So that's so, good. <laughs> we know that you guys understand and you, t- you take us as we are. Oh, yeah. I don't know if to say we promise to do better. No, we'll we try to do better. <laughs> we promise to do better. Yeah. Um, I know that, um, technically speaking, you know, technically speaking, this is. This is actually the last episode for the season. Yeah. So we're hopeful that the third season would be we come back with a banger, and banger. the banger is going to continue all through the season. It's not going to be, you know, we Putting start with a up banger. There, you know. Let me touch wood. That's one thing that I've seen <laughs> a lot of people around here do. When you say something and they really want it to happen, mm-hmm. and it's beyond everybody's control, they just touch wood. Okay. So, Touch wood that <laughs> touch wood. double touch wood that um season three would be would be nice would be yeah. good but generally speaking and you know have you been can you explain to the people why for the people watching on YouTube why you're sitting right next to me Jeez, not you me. putting me on the spot I mean I'm, I'm I have you guys at art so I I know that the moment you're saying this on YouTube you're wondering even if you're not saying it on YouTube the moment you hear me say this you're going to be running to YouTube to be like what are they together in the same place why so explain 50 marks okay let's go <laughs> so as you guys know I was there in April and I was there for like only one week mm-hmm. which went by really quickly you know it felt like we have like a whole lot of things to do in that one week and mm-hmm. I think we also explained that um I had gotten um PR mm-hmm. for Canada and so we had to do like a whole lot of things and squeeze it into that one week so I'm back to kind of like see how things are make some life altering decisions and all of that um but yeah i mean guys i told that i, I told that this morning i was like we're done from begging her to say oh yeah move stay 
whatever she wants to do is up to her. She doesn't want to stay. You know what? She can go back. It's fine. Wow. Why not wow. begging her? Because she started to feel like what's happening. She's feeling like some sort of superstar that we have to beg her to stay back here in Canada. Like Canada is for her. We've been saying this Please. since she came in April. She's still not wanting to accept it. I've been here longer than I was in April, and clearly and I have lots of complaints that I didn't want to get into. The, yeah, roll your eyes, roll it. She, I don't want to get into In her mind, she feels like, you know, the UK has everything working yes, fine for them. Yes, yes. I'm sure that if yes. I visit the UK, I'm going to have several complaints about the way they do their things. Starting off with the fact that they have really small roads. I've not been there. What do you need the big roads I've for? Said, what, why should I be squeezing? And their cars are ridiculously small. Because it fits the road. I don't understand. What do you need big roads you know, for? Well, let's not get into this. Exactly. Exactly. But anyway, so that's what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to see her face. She misses she me even though she doesn't you know, <sighs> want to claim that she's such a lovey-dovey person. Oh, jeez. She misses me and she's just like, oh my God, I oh, need to be with this babe. That's a I lie. need to spend time with her. That's a lie. She's my supposedly a line so big bigger line <laughs> so i need to be around uh you know no. i don't want time to go as you know the time went past the last time before we saw each other the first time you know she just felt like ah, april oh, that was such a long time ago i need oh, to life. come see her oh my she's just trying to be yaddy you know you know she, deep down she's a softie whatever well how have we been I've been okay. I've been fine. Um, work has been work. Adulting has been adulting. But generally speaking, I've been okay. I've been fine. It's just the whole adulting thing we talked about earlier. But yeah, and it's been nice having that around. Someone to banter with every now and then. Not just over the phone. And it feels weird now that like I don't have like we usually do this every Saturday yeah. thing. And it feels weird that oh, Saturdays goes by now. I don't need to call her. Like She's literally there. I just need to go and destroy I think, her. you know, I used to have this conversation with Timothy that when we just started living together, I'm sure that whoever was in charge of, if there was someone in charge of our own phone calls and how frequently we used to make calls, they just be like, I hope these people have not broken up because they will not be talking <laughs> as much as they used to. <laughs> so whoever was oh in charge of our God. calls, just be like, um, mm. <laughs> this girl's in friends. In fact, when you called me, what day was that when you called it felt weird talking to you on the phone, <laughs> knowing that ah, she's just there, like she's she's just there. But yeah, I've not really. If I check my call logs, there's always at least one call to Angela once a week. But right now, there's barely. She's not like top there in my call list. Wow, it's okay, guys. Okay, now let me see. You know, at the beginning of this season, we're talking about oh, what we wanted our year to look like. I think we even used like a word for what I can't remember <laughs> that. That's an example of what adulting and what 2023. No, I think that's an example of those that make New Year's resolution. I never ever keep up with it. <laughs> this is what we're seeing here. Wait, what, what did we do? Do you remember the word? I remember you? mine. I think mine was elevation, my year of elevation. You know, I, I can't remember mine. Most like, yeah, it, it has something to do with soft life and soft. Yeah, like that actually it. sounds actually like yeah, it. <laughs> it would move like it would be something like, oh, it's my year of losing softness. Mm. Yeah, I have honestly, in a way, it's not been like hard, hard, hard all through. Um, so that's still fine, and I can't believe that we're already saying, oh, at the beginning of the year, like 
why no ghost yeah like we're literally entering the ember ember month mm-hmm. and that's a sign that the year is ending honestly how did we get it i once went and those ember months it moved by really really quickly yeah yeah it doesn't help also when winter um you know with the weather time change yeah and all of that so we have like shorter days and so it feels like the days are just going by like really really quickly quickly. um i can't believe it's been so i remember when i was counting down to my birthday guys my birthday was what months ago oh jeez yeah, when even started counting down to the next one. That was weird. Tends to be in my head. I am. But oh. I'm trying to be... I'm trying not to stress everybody around me with my every time birthday thing. I think why you see it at this point. I don't know. And like the reason why the, I'm going to give them this break is because okay. for my 30th... Oh. I think to be oh. fair, we'll start that one from the end of 29. Yes, from my 29th birthday, the countdown to my 30th. So I'm trying to give them some sort of like breathing room now. Mm, mm. So that when I'm giving them too much back-to-back, from my 29th to 30th, they're not going to be saying it's too much, it's too much because I've given you for enough time to rest now. <laughs> that 30th, the only annoying thing about it is on a Monday. It doesn't mean because the way I see this is looking like, guys, looking like it's going to be one week of celebration at this point. You so it really doesn't matter what day of the week you falls on. Anything is possible. You know. That's true. Because I've done my birthdays in like a weekend, like Friday, Saturday. So that was oh, like yeah. the last. Jeez. Um, birthday it was on a Friday, so yeah, Friday being Friday, I did some, I I did something on the birthday itself, and then on Saturday there was something, and then on Sunday as well there was something. It was like a whole weekend, um, affair, and I remember I didn't work the following Monday as well because I mean, it's my birthday. If it was possible to just always get like you know if a day off on your birthday without having to take days off from your actual vacation days. I would absolutely love it. Yeah, for those that are really into birthdays, like even if you're uh, not into birthdays, like just en- just just enjoy that one day off that is supposed to be a day celebrating you. Why should that be a problem? So do you know that I literally um I think recently heard someone say that the year that you're celebrating is the year that you're completing. Because the way it is is think about a newborn, right? That newborn doesn't turn born until spending twelve months on Earth. So literally, that person has committed twelve one. Oh, yeah. If you see it that way, so you are actually celebrating the end of your thirty years. Yeah, he's trying to know it. Why do you have to? Why do you have to actually? Come on, it. I don't care. I absolutely do not care. I turned three zero on that day, so that's my thirtieth birthday. I don't care if it is if the actual way to view it is I'm celebrating the end of nah. I don't care. I'm seeing it as I turn three zero on that. Because if anybody asks me what's my birthday next year and what's my age next year, I would say twenty nine. I'm not gonna say I'm in my I'm in my thirtieth year. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not going to see that. So it doesn't make sense for me to say, I'm ce- no, I'm not celebrating the end of my 30. I am celebrating clocking 30. That's how I'm going to um, stick to. That's oh what I'm sticking to. So, and that's on period. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. What are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? Hmm, there's some things I'm looking forward to, but which I can't share. Oh, you know what, guys? I, I know that this year was been, but honestly, <laughs> I promise you, I can actually promise you guys, like the first season, first episode of next season, you actually don't want to miss. The announcements, mm-hmm. there will be loads of announcements. Oh, <laughs> maybe lo- we, we should give, be giving them like small, small. No. 
Let's ah, let's keep it. Let's make it a full package. Wow, I feel like that episode is going to be extra long. Mm, well, well, if that's all we have to do, then that's all we have to do. Oh, we can book it into different parts, but let's not give it to them yet. No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. We're not giving it to them yet. You just have to wait for the next season. To yeah, get over. But a lot, a lot of um, I'm looking forward to different things for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, that I'm excited about, but you know, suspense just, just already <laughs> there. Um, you guys will get to know, and it's not like you know the beginning of the next season is so far away. The beginning of the next season is December, literally, like just December. many months away. Yeah, so you guys are not waiting for too long. At the mm. end of the day, we're literally entering September in less than two weeks. So yeah. before you know it, it's December again, and you're catching up on all the amazing things that have been happening that we've not told you, mm-hmm. and that will happen that you won't be. Yeah, and all the things that we'll be doing behind the scenes. So I know we said that you know life has been happening, but we have been doing something. Yeah, we have. A lot, a lot has been, been very busy. <laughs> yeah, so you get to understand all of that. Um, on the first episode of season three, I can't yeah. believe that we're saying season three. I know because I feel like this whole podcast thing started, like, oh, that just just started, <laughs> and I never would be able to say, oh, how long mm. at the time the season was going to go for. Oh yeah, that's true. But see us now talking about season three starting in a couple of months. I know, that's I know. good. That's good. I'm proud of us, babe. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we knew that we could stick it out for this long. I know. I guess we're enjoying it too. So, yeah, and you guys have also made it worth it. Yeah, so, absolutely, absolutely. So obviously, with start of season three, also means that it's well, officially our anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's do a reflection on what last almost. Four, four years. years. <laughs> I go to you. Four years, don't walk out. Hey, we still they carry go. Nobody walk out. Nobody. <laughs> it's actually weird. I'm not weird anyway because the funny thing was I was speaking to um one of my sisters the other day and I can't remember what let's talking about. Oh, I'm in my husband's house. Well, I'm not in my husband's house. And then I was like. You know that I've been married for like almost four years, right? Like it's actually going to... I'm not going to... Like it doesn't feel that way. And I think I understand why it doesn't feel that way. First, I feel like because right after the wedding, we weren't like in the same place for some time. Um, So that's been more like... It felt like we were still how we were before we got married because we were in long distance relationships. So it still kind of felt that way. Plus, I know... I guess that plus I feel like we're just very we don't take anything too seriously. We just plenty of that. <coughs> I'm sorry. sorry. That that cough <laughs> seems very intentional. No, if I can say see, obviously, how do you not take things seriously? No, so I I so I think I take some things seriously, but <laughs> what I mean I think we don't take things too seriously. What I mean is, um, we joke around a lot. We we joke with each other. We don't. Uh, okay. You need to clarify. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we joke around with each other. We play with each other. We don't necessarily take what, like, it's not like why we we actually don't use like insulting words like while joking with each other. But at the end of the day, we still pick on each other. Like if one person is doing something, um, we laugh at it. We joke. Um, yeah, and I think we just still enjoy each other's company as much as possible really so it really doesn't feel like it's been for like almost four years like when anybody's saying i'm just like 
really is almost four years. <laughs> Whereas she's never going to learn to hold a MasterCard now ah, to stay married. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if I'm, I'm built for stuff like that. I don't think... Maybe because I always feel like everybody's um, marriage is different. Yeah, I don't think sure. what works for me might necessarily work for the other person. So... I guess the what they usually say is communication is key. So you push communicate. It's interesting how when you even online, if you're listening to any of these um shows on YouTube or mm-hmm. any of this whatever it is, either it's a preaching, some form of preaching, some form of um life coach, a relationship coach, whatever, yeah. they always seem to say the same thing. And it just always seems like well like to some people it's just like how is it communication is supposed to be the thing? How is it that you're supposed to... I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. I feel like maybe my stance on the whole communication thing is it's very easy for, like, as as human beings to assume things. So if you don't necessarily say it out, <laughs> you don't necessarily say it out, you're just going to assume that this is what this per- this is why this person is reacting this way. And sometimes it might not be. Um, and especially because... As women, I know that we tend to overthink a lot, and we tend to. I think I've done that too. <laughs> so, if if you're just in your head and you're thinking, ah, I, I think he responded to me a little bit weird than he typically would, mm. just say it out and get to know what it is. It could be maybe something annoying from work has happened, and he has not said anything about it because it's just trying to process it yet. Um, even we sometimes, I feel like sometimes, but we go through some periods in a month where even we, we don't know what is wrong with us and we can't even explain what's wrong with us to ourselves but we have to just be able to say well i honestly don't know how i'm feeling and that's just it mm. um and i think that's that's the reason why it's like he just communicates with one another yeah i don't know what's your has almost three years been for you <laughs> yeah it's just gone by <laughs> literally i think i would say that it's just been one year for see that's that's why i said i doesn't feel for me yeah because well, we've really been together in the same place together even together that one year like now it's year. no longer one year because now i left it's come right. up with you for right. a while now so it's like so. um yeah but i think for me it was just um I used to be very particular about a lot of things. Mm. I needed to, if I was on before I eat, if I cook, I needed to wash the dishes before I eat, and then all of that. And I realized that he doesn't mm. like to do things that way. And it was just, is this really what stressing over at this That's moment? Your struggle, or can I just let it go? So I think many of these few things as well, but also because we balance each other out a lot, mm. like times. I think the most annoying thing for me is when I'm like stressing, and it's just like. You want me to do? I know that I think he annoys me a lot. Like, say something, and the other time when he says something, and you're like, "What you said is not even helpful." Exactly. So, what do you want him to do there? He should not say anything, or he should say something. Pick one. Yeah, but it's no. Honestly, it's been alright. It's been okay. Too. Because she didn't mean that, and now I am. I just got making this fun. Deserve some sort of testimony and thanksgiving <laughs> session. Yeah, but what's been your greatest lesson from my episodes this year? Hmm. Wow, that sounds like a deep question. Maybe oh. it's just me and being deep. Oh. No way. <laughs> um. Wow. 
Um, honestly, I feel like the question I really need to think mm. deeply about. Um, I guess maybe just being able to. So not feeling like oh that these people are going to judge us for not doing something that we're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, because initially I was it was nervous about oh my god okay if we don't have like a brand new episode out like yeah like wouldn't they be very upset when would they start dragging us but actually you guys didn't drag us so I think um in essence what it means is sometimes we overthink things before they actually happen oh yeah and eventually when it happens it's not even in any way close to what we've already imagined mm-hmm. in our overthinking self um so sometimes it's okay to just let go and watch things happen how they want to happen and you just might end up seeing that i just a dramatic person which most of the time i am so <laughs> yeah i think that that would be you um, I think something similar as well. I think also the fact that from the very beginning, we're very serious about, oh, this is what we're supposed to do, this is not what we're supposed to do. Uh, and we, well, no. I think, we also were just, I think we're just gradually coming into our own and then realizing what this podcast is supposed to be in terms of just us being ourselves. And that's when it becomes really seamless. And that's not to say that there isn't like hard work that is still required to make it run and work the way we want to but also to grow to the extent that we mm-hmm. anticipate that we, we would to. but i think it just becomes easier when we just are ourselves whatever mm-hmm. that is so good days bad days <laughs> on serious days whatever mm-hmm. um but also let that be like a true reflection of who we are um and i also think that sometimes through the topics that we talk about we also learn more about ourselves, ourselves and then we grow and become better because there have been a few dramas this year um yeah <laughs> there are things there are things yeah but i think it's you know what i was also saying i think it's also because we've never really had to make somewhat serious decisions, decisions. so it's just be like easy breezy yeah talk to you oh, talk to you oh you yeah. need someone to talk to but then make very serious um and it was just like oh god looks like you guys have just been like freestyling yeah all <laughs> i think you're through. doing so much but no, yeah that's just really and they always say that the tough times are actually defining you as a person. And I think that also spills into other aspects of your life, like your work, your relationship, whatever, family, drama, and all of that. It just defines mm. you. Because how you get through those tough moments and come out of it is what really truly tells the kind of person you are or how mm. strong that relationship yeah. is. It's not somebody trying to be like very like deep and I don't know philosophical. This is the problem. This is the problem. When you know what? That's a prophet true. is not appreciated in his in his Do you know what I just remember? Your first U.S. philosophy, she. Also. Okay, I guess why? Also. That's why you're speaking like someone philosophical. Also. <laughs> I still can't believe you did philosophy. Why? Neither can I. Neither can I. Who, what did you pick from? So technically, so you're a philosopher. Well, I've not really postulated anything yet. What What is philosophy about? <laughs> Love of wisdom. Really? Yeah. Just asking questions and questions. Would you ask questions that much? I don't think so. You still finish asking this. I do no, ask but... questions. I do. <laughs> no, seriously. I don't think you ask me that much questions. Really. That's what I'm like. Mm. You don't think you can tap wisdom from me. That's what you're trying to say. Not my words. Our words, not mine. 
See what's worth saying. Mm. Yeah. So it's just a love of wisdom. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So how did you move from philosophy to human resource? Good question. We're getting into it. So um I think when I was trying to get into school or try and get into uni, I'd apply to like different places, different programs. And that's also because, in all honesty, when I was finishing secondary school, I had you no clue what you nothing. All I knew was go to school, do your best, come out. And I mean, SS1, just end of GSS3 to SS1, if you are used to the educational system or Nigeria. Yeah, Nigeria. You just do well. everything. Yeah. But also, when you're moving from just a street to well, you know that you have you to... You have to pick a part. It's going to be a science class. Yeah, or art or, or commercial, commercial that you wanted to do. And so, interestingly, in my secondary school, I done like this... Um, is it absolutely or psychometric test that will let you know your area of strength? Obviously, mm. you know the psychometric test is always based on how you answer, answer the, the questions, questions yeah. right? Um, so, I was fit or I was perfect for commercial and art class. Okay. Yeah, and I was just trying to look at which one is easy. I was just thinking oh, economics, accounting, all of I'm going that. Balance carried forward. <laughs> you understand? So I was just like, you know, I'm going to go into art. But I still wanted to do like bits of economics because I think for my job, I did economics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I just went into art and then just like seeing how things go. But also because in secondary school, I was in a debate team, I was in like the. Um, Will that fit you? <laughs> It absolutely fits you. <laughs> yeah, so many of those extracurricular activities that are related to art, I also did. And I was still, like, into, like, broadcasting because I just felt, oh, God, like, I feel like I'm going to be, like... Oh, my <laughs> God. If Enola was to be a... If she, she was a newscaster, we won't hear anything she says. At least now, I think she... She tries to talk... She talks slower than... Maybe when she's not talking about something, like, you know, she's very passionate about you hear anything so i don't know how that would have worked i don't know too i just felt like because of all the activities that I, there was even one time that the terrorists there were like five of us that did like a mock-up of a show and then it was presented on like mitv the mitv of that year oh, wow yeah i'm sure that you'd have sat down to watch it like oh my god i'm a superstar <laughs> so i really was into things like that i just thought oh, okay art seems to be the way to go um, and so I just did that, and then obviously in completing my jam form because I was in body house, we didn't have the op- option to speak to our parents before completing the form. Mm-hmm. So it was just like after school one day, we're giving the form, fill out the uni you want to go to, fill out the um course or program that you want to do, submit it. So I was just like, oh, what do I do? Oh my God. <laughs> so I put in for mass communication. Um, mm-hmm. I think I did, and maybe was that my first and second choice? I remember that was my first choice. I don't remember what my second choice was. Um, and so afterwards, um, going home and then having a discussion with my my folks. <laughs> oh, wow, what did they say? So my dad said, <laughs> "I'm not sure. I clearly doesn't remember this." He said, "Is it because of those people you are seeing on TV and the fan fan club that they went? Yeah, if those clothes are borrowed, <laughs> wow." And I just broke me. I was just like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? So I was all broken. And so that was so I had put in for mass communication for uni, like first option, and then I had written diploma exam for mass communication, uni, like as well. Mm-hmm. Then I had written University of Bell's exam. 
but that was for mm. human resource management and that was because that was my dad's decision he came up with it i didn't even know about wow, it wow you're such a daddy's girl oh, whatever. it's so weird that she's still doing something human resource now can i finish my story guys mm. okay. please thank you and then i had feel that was i don't know if anyone is familiar with this program that they do in um french village in badagri so there was a french program you could do like a one-year french program in there and then if you pass that one year you get into second year uni like to study french as well so i do think that exam so supposedly I... you should be able to speak french um so moving on to Not my like story bonjour, croissant or no doubt not you saying croissant because i had to throw it <laughs> What's the point of doing this one-year French course? And we cannot benefit from that. Was the option? Those were the options that I had. So you didn't go for the French? No, I'm laying down the options that were presented to me. Calm down. (laughs) So that was one option. University of Wales is another option. Um, Diploma in Unilag was another option for mass communication, which is what I really wanted. And then going in directly as well. So what happened was, I think I had the first exam that I written was the diploma one. And between my dad and my brother, they didn't tell me the result because they thought I'll be so excited and not, you know, do well in my post UME. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> All these tactics. And so I didn't know that I passed that one. And so I went and did post UME, and I think I, I don't know if you went through like the old first diploma. I didn't. I didn't really do any federal school So federal school, if if you don't meet the cutoff, they give you like another course or program that means your cut off if you want to take it or not or if you want to wait a second year so in for that process i then got philosophy mm-hmm. right and so between everybody and since they didn't seem to see the passion in me to want to do mass because it felt like it was a safe option for me and i didn't even fully defend it because i'm just like i'm not even really sure <laughs> so the authors with the french one you have to pass again to second year and honestly my folks did not rate me that year uh, so they didn't have faith that you would pass the french class oh that you know yeah wow. even for mass communication that i got diploma because diploma you have to pass it to move into the second year yeah. the name rates me natasha philosophy guys let me tell you something the day that i went for my registration obviously you have to fill all those all these course forms yes and all of that and you have to spell it don't even imagine what i spell philosophy did as you, you spell that psychology or no i think oh did you put f for philosophy no i phy p i mean fair because like <laughs> physics was phy there were so many fee things that were phy yeah that just to show you how not interested i was in it um but then you know how it was just I think we are already moving to that period or phase in life where what you studied in school wasn't necessarily related Boy, to what you did anyways. I've never used... My first degree, I didn't use it. <laughs> See? The highest or the closest to using it was during my NYSC mm-hmm. where I um, I worked in my German bottling company, like Coca-Cola in yeah. Nigeria. And I was working there. I was working in the lab. So I got to like do tests on like the products, like quality assurance or quality control. Um, so that was the closest to me using my bachelor's degree. And honestly speaking, to be honest with you guys, while going through that period, I was thinking to myself that, I don't think this is the life for me. First <laughs> of, do you know, let me, I mean, this might be very weird, but these are my reasons. Let me start. This will make it seem like I'm a very serious person, but fine. 
first of all, to work in the lab, you you can't wear makeup. <laughs> you can't wear any jewelry. Like even if you have like your earrings, oh you, my you don't bother to wear it. You can't wear. You, you should laugh for God's sake. Exactly what I say. It might seem like I'm a very serious person. So you can't wear earrings. Oh Thirdly, no matter how fancy the hair you've made is, you wear a bonnet on it. One of those ridiculous looking blue airnet things. So you wear it. So you can't even wear your normal shoes. You have to wear safety boots. And lastly, no matter how funky and nice you dress up, you wear a lab coat on it. So I was just thinking, I was like, first off, there's no point in doing makeup because you you can't wear makeup while you're in the lab. Like you don't want to contaminate anything. And that's why you can't, you know, wear, you can't have your hair down as well. Um, all of those machines, some of them um, could have so many magnetic properties with them. So you don't want to be walking and then one machine is pulling you because you did by force, by fire, I give you a war um, earring or necklace or anything. And also the chemicals you deal with, you don't want any contamination mm. with the chemicals and the metals that you have. On. Yeah. So, I started thinking about it. I'm like, this thing is not, like, I'm not, it's not helping me in any way. I'm not able to showcase my real self mm-hmm. or being able to dress up, wear makeup, and be fine. Because whatever I wear, nobody's going to see because I'm going to wear a lab coat on it. So from there, I started to think to myself, that like, I don't think this is the future I'm seeing for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, they didn't retain me, which honestly I was okay with. I was fine with. And another thing was, if I was retained, um there was a chance that I would have to be doing shifts. So either I work like maybe night shift or mm-hmm. afternoon shift or morning shift. And I just wanted a normal nine to five. Like yeah. I go to work in the morning and I come back home in the evening. I don't want to be working when everybody is sleeping. Mm. So those were my reasons. And at the time I just was just like, I don't know. I don't think this thing is for me um, and all of us. So those were my own serious reasons for already knowing that I don't think this is my degree. I'm going to use it really. Um, practice anything there so and like she said in our own time it was already like a period where whatever you finish with really doesn't matter what matters is okay what's the the qualification so did you finish your first class yeah or second class upper yeah or second class lower those are the things that mattered yeah so everybody could and whether you did finance whether you did tax whether you did accounting mm. all of us did kpmg exam all of us did pwc exam access bank. all of us did access bank exam <laughs> all of us did all the Deloitte, everything. Yeah, I even did Mansard, did you PNG. Yeah, <laughs> all of us did all these things because, and another thing was, most of them just say, oh, graduate training. Yeah. So they didn't really care whatever. And to be honest, the graduate training, the way they always portray it, which unfortunately annoys me that is not the true reflection Picture. of reality, is the fact that they say, okay, so, you know, you're put on this program and you're supposed to like explore your area of strengths, your area of interest, and then that's what you'll be putting. But before you, you're putting that, you have, you have to do like rotation around, around different, different departments and roles. So then, you know, your area of strengths become very evident and then that's where you end up. So of that's course, enough. of course, it's really for someone like me that, you know, <laughs> I wasn't even sure I was, that always seemed like a very good option because then you can try different things and then, and then find you see which one you like and which one you're good. It's Ladies and gentlemen, nothing like that. It is a lie. Nothing like that. Big fat lie. Anyway, that's how I ended up in sales. <laughs> yeah, she just moved past very quickly. That's how I ended up in sales. On top of this graduate training business, 
I end up in sales. How did I end up in sales? Like I didn't wrote, I didn't do HR, I didn't do anything else. He just that posted was such me a scam. Oh my god, that was actually that actually doesn't make sense. Because I remember that even when I was doing Axis Bank, um, because I got to the end of that recruitment process as well. I remember writing like some essays about different things, and it was supposed to be like a way to identify your area of strength and what you need to be in. And it almost seemed like, oh, you'll be in this specific program or you need to be like on your Yeah. And then you move to another one. one. And then you move to another one. Yeah. It don't happen. It does not happen like that. It just posts you to one place. It's so wrong. It's actually so, so wrong. And the annoying part as well is when you're posted to like, you know, these roles and departments, it's not like, you know, you you get some sort of like extra training on the job. You're just thrown into it and you're expected to just make it work. Yeah. After we spent uh, like three months in mm-hmm. training school, doing what? Did not doing did, what? Did not add anything to our actual work day to day life. We literally went back to secondary school in training school. We had to do all this finance, accounting, accounting. Oh, very Jesus weird Christ. things. And had no relation to what we're doing. Like, yeah, it actually didn't make sense. It was just like doing one for the sake of, okay, let's just put these people through this program. Let's Do you just remember that one that we had to read one book, like, maybe more than one book, beginning with the end. Something, in yeah, yeah. And what about this cheese one? The cheese one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's that one that, had, that was cheese, something, something. I think something, something highly effective people, or something mm. else, one of those ones. Seven habits, yeah, seven habits of highly effective and, and who stole my cheese or was it yeah <laughs> that was second one who stole my cheese last last guys all that three months with a you can't use your phone here you can't this you can't everything 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 you posted me to sales i cried on that day i remember vividly i have that picture I, in my head <laughs> i willed because i'm like where am i going to start from and they don't give you oh you're just starting let's give you a target of like ten thousand naira a month is a lie you the, the targets are always like in millions i think what that even showed me all the more because even speaking to people in other programs or in other companies sorry during that went through the same very program, training thing. yeah it usually was the same thing and that became very evident that generally nigerian employers no shade true reality don't even give you they crap. don't read they hoot about their employees like they yeah. actually do not send you they so don't. all these oh value people you know people are assets you know all of that all lies, Big all lies. Like, like, you know, there were even times where at work you find people that were actively, I mean, actively disengaged on the job. Yeah, you know that they are actually coming there only to end just their to pay. Let and the salary just enter money, um, enter the account at the end of the month. Like, how do you then expect people to thrive in that situation and to be very happy? And then you expect this form of full loyalty from them, like, you know, they're of, not gonna leave, they're not gonna. Mm, and the next thing you see, everybody's just leaving. Fam, you bet. Ah, this person has resigned. Oh, that person has resigned. Oh, that person has resigned. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, God. Yeah. How did I end up in HR? Because we, we digressed. Yeah, they just moved it. I remember they did the posting. And I, the funny thing was, I, I never, I wasn't certain of what department I was going to fall into again because my first degree was industrial chemistry. I know one too. Because I can't even be talking to people. I wasn't part. sure. Like, I felt like people that had um backgrounds in things that they had actual department for it was a lot it would be a lot easier so like would you do because i remember somebody okay that was your thought okay so i never could say or like outrightly like i wasn't sure where i was gonna get like put into 
a part of me was then thinking, okay, maybe based off of you know all our exams from training school, school. I don't think that was used for anything. I don't know either. So I like except someone comes to me today and explain how we were all posted. I don't know. No, when I think about it, how was there was someone who. I was so certain was going to be in like corporate comms. Yes, yeah. I was so sure that there's no comms and that's the end of <laughs> That was shocking it for me. It didn't make sense to me. And that was there shocking. There was someone as well that I was certain was going to be in like um finance or what was he called there? Um I can't remember, but we were in sales together. This person did I think accounting, they had already even started like maybe their icon. Oh, like yeah, that was shocking for and, me. We were, we were in sales together so yeah i honestly don't know like for you it made sense to me because you had drawn written those um cipm yeah um, hr exams so it made sense but the we can't outrightly say it all made sense because sure. there were so many outliers like yeah me, i was clearly not sure where i was gonna be so i was like okay fair they put me in sales but there were people that were you can see their future. They, they studied this thing in school, so you might as well put them where they will function, but mm. they're like, not putting them like inside just that I probably should just stay as my age. I then eventually found out that the original people, mm. without mentioning them, that had done the posting, had done it based on the factors I was talking about. Really? Right. And then it had gone to the okay. decision maker, yeah. who had then thought, no, but this person is better fitted for sales. How did that person know? I think that's John Maker. You know, Nigeria generally, they look at you, they look at your appearance and think, oh, this person. Ah. Yeah, that's what happened. So some of these people would have normally ended where they were supposed to be. Yeah, actually. Ah. Yeah, now that I think about it, yeah, that's what happened. Me, do you know that at, later on, I was just, with, in my head, I was regretting because I almost went for Access Bank. But then... I ended up like where we were mm. and in my head I started thinking about it so I was like it, it ended up being the same thing because they were technically like sister companies honestly their processes were somewhat similar mm-hmm. but I then I was just thinking to myself that at least if I was in access but the, the PA for graduate training or executive training would even compensate for all the stress exactly you're going through plus I get to have a car car guys the car wasn't actually free it wasn't free it wasn't but i know free. that at least i had the car to be cruising around me i mean if you think about the traffic me in that lagos, i always that if you think well, about the traffic in lagos, lagos bees and bees owning a car fueling the car and all of that and getting on the staff bus i mean think I, I, I i like the staff bus idea but i think it would depend on if i'm working if i was working in what's the name of our place yeah i i just said Adeogun. Where was Access Bank? Yeah, I can't remember. If I was not working in, on the island, then it would have been okay. If I was working like maybe okay, a, I see in what a you branch, mean. then it would have been fine. If I was mm. working on the island, then it would have been stressful. Mm. But I don't even know how they place people, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think now that I think about it, for Access Bank, I remember that there was lady that i spoke through maybe after writing the essay before one other interview and i was categorically telling her that i wanted to be in hr and she was like i'm gonna tell you the truth there's no space in hr so mm-hmm. i was just like there's no use trying to like stress myself ah. you're like move but that's how you just found yourself in hr yeah so yeah. fair enough like you know your dad saw the future i guess i mean some days i'm just like is this really for me <laughs> You better don't, you better don't let anybody even hear you. <laughs> no, not at this point in time, dear. You know what? The thing is that let me tell you what 
HR and going through a PhD has done for me. I just feel like I am this flower that's about to bloom. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with this one? Like, no, guys, think about it. Think about it. Like, I haven't gone through all of this. Uh-huh. And then realizing that, actually, I want to do something else. And what's this something else? I don't know. Can you imagine <laughs> the seriousness of this girl? That just All shows, of us that we are doing this PhD together, are coming out to come and tell you know, something. It just shows that we're capable of so much more. Like, there's so this much. This the philosophy speaking in you. <laughs> don't let your daddy hear you. Don't it doesn't matter now. <laughs> Trust me, nothing I say matters. Don't now. let him hear you. What do you mean? You do the HRO. <laughs> I feel like you, there's too much investment in this HR business for you to just back out like that. But yeah, that's how it happened for me. You know, don't let me even yabba because she, my first degree, I didn't use it, right? I just I mentioned you guys that I went to do sales. I now said, ah, okay, you know, I want to, I've always wanted to do a master's degree. I know what I want to do. I'm passionate about this. Yo, your Everybody journey. That knows yeah. me, everyone that knows me. Closely knows how passionate about I am about this the thing. The point is by point, like move away, John. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I carried myself. I looked through, and I think you know what. It's not. It's not like it's a waste. I I still have the passion for it. It's just that Do the you? situation I am in. I have passion for money. <laughs> <laughs> But I see how passionate I see how passion for this. Oh my so days. I I picked this course knowing that okay. Th- so there are options that I could have chosen. So mm-hmm. it could have been environmental science, it could have been environmental management, mm-hmm. um, and it could have been environmental engineering. Okay. I didn't want to do environmental chemistry because it would still be tying me back to my first degree, which would still mean I still have to be in like a lab and wear lab coats, which I didn't want per se. Um, so I was like, you know what? I explored like all the options. I was like, you know what? The courses I could see that I would need to take in getting my master's in environmental engineering were things that I'd done something similar to when I was doing my undergraduate. And I was okay. like, okay. I shouldn't find it hard mm-hmm. going through this, so let's do that. Especially knowing myself that I didn't go to do my master's immediately after my first degree. I was working for three years, so there's no point in me now giving myself anything too hard mm. for someone coming back into um, studying and learning. Mm-hmm. So I picked that, but guys, I deceived myself. First off, who told me to go and do engineering without having a background in engineering at all? Jesus Christ. I had to do extra work just because I didn't do not necessarily like per se in taking extra courses, but there were so many engineering um, fundamentals or foundations that I didn't have. Yeah. And for me to understand what my lecturer is saying in class for some courses, I needed to read more, like go Mm. get books that people that did undergraduate in engineering had gone through. Through, Yeah. So I had to do a lot of those and that was extra pressure. Plus now studying in Canada where, ah, this, the education system is very different. I think we've talked about it yeah. in our Photoshop mm-hmm. video, um, episode. And so I ended up doing that. And I was intentional that I wanted to um, practice with my degree when I finished. So I even carved out, like, I chose a specialization Okay. while I was going through it. I was like, okay, you know, water treatment, wastewater treatment. And it wasn't the type that I needed to wear lab coats all the time it was engineering i needed to design like i needed to design 
treatment process and plan. So it's for me to design and then pass it on to someone that would build it out and then be using it. So yeah, okay. that was that, like okay, I, so I enough. liked that. So it wasn't a law of like, yeah, I would still not I might not still be funky dre- dressing up, like wearing makeup. But you're not going to wear a lab coat. I wasn't coat. wearing, I, would, I wouldn't necessarily need to wear a lab coat. Okay. I wanted to wear something on my head. I can't wear my jewelry. Because um, again, I'm designing. And most of these things with um, with computer and softwares, they're not things that I need to crack my head and do so many manual calculations, which I had to do in school. But there are softwares that makes it simpler. It's just a matter of knowing what I want my output to be, what's my input. I'm figuring things out based off of the understanding that I had. And I was passionate. I was like, you know what? This is what I want to do after school. Come on. You know, I was applying for you know, all this environmental engineering, engineer um, in training jobs, mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. But there was just one thing I didn't have, which made me disqualified before I even submit the application. <laughs> but I was still very, do all these hopeful people. Ah, I'm so passionate. A woman passion. of faith. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't have it. There was really no way for me to get it. And it's, just, it's, just, um, it's a qualification that I can only get if I did a four-year engineering degree, which I didn't do. So that was like a lesson that I learned afterwards. And there was something I was really looking forward to um, with finishing with my master's degree um for engineers i don't i don't know if it's i think it's all of canada um there's this ring that all engineers get once they finish um they actually do like this old old um what did they used to call it i think the ring ceremony or something like mm. the iron ring ceremony and also looking forward to that because it kind of symbolizes like some sort of like um I don't want to say brotherhood because it makes it seem like it's just guys, uh, but some sort of like fellowship to have like, you know, um, a group of people that you guys think are like your, I don't know, something similar to what doctors take when they finish from um, school. So sometimes I was looking forward to it. Mm, typically they do it after your graduation. And I got to know that, oh no, for you to qualify to get it, you have to do it for you. So that, that was the beginning of my but it's not it's too late. So I, I should go back to school and do a four-year degree now. What if you do a PhD? What if someone else do a PhD? You can't. This is mm-hmm. why I'm telling you that we all we're all flowers and we all we can all just bloom. No, it's different. I'd rather do a several masters than do a PhD. With what this girl I've seen her PhD go through. Now I'm thinking of doing a PhD in Canada where it's a minimum of four years. Like it goes by really eight. quickly. Eh? The way your own three years has gone by quickly. Technically, it's now four, four years. years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go by quickly. Please, it doesn't go by so quickly. I beg, it doesn't. So, <laughs> yeah, so I kept like so adamant. I was applying for strictly engineering jobs and nothing was coming. And eventually, I, I understood why. Because mm-hmm. my peers that had an engineering um undergraduate degree background yeah. yeah they were able to get something in the engineering line yeah but i then understood that you know what it's really not for me i need to open, like you know venture into other things so here i am with two degrees that are technically speaking not yeah. interesting i mean now looking into the future right mm-hmm. because i mean we went through the phase where what you study is not what you eventually do what do you think is the trend right now like if someone were to come to come to you right now and then say, um, I want to pick a career path. Yeah. Uh, well, there you should focus on sports. 
If it's tennis, you want to play, play tennis. If it's basketball, play basketball. If it's football. Do you know what those people make? <laughs> so, you know, I'll let your decision be led by... Um, what maybe led by what, like, you know, other things that you find interesting. Not necessarily, like, the traditional class thing. I, I mean, I want my kids to be smart. Their mom is smart. Their dad is smart. Oh, how cute! Oh, please. But I still want them to be able to do some other things that in our own generation wasn't necessarily like a thing like yeah boys in our own generation in nigeria you come you are playing football you've not done your assignment do you understand yeah so I, i'd rather be more open-minded about things like that like learning how to speak other languages my dad did try for that but yeah was in the mood um being able to i don't know play some sort of instrument i did try that but i was too old when i was trying it and it didn't work i tried to learn how to play the guitar but it didn't work for me. How so. old were you? I was already in uni. <laughs> See? I was already in uni. And I t- wanted to learn how to play guitar. What actually, what drove me at the time was because my dad could play guitar. And I was still, I feel like I was still in that very serious morning phase. And I wanted to hold on to something okay. that would make me feel like it's mm. still sort of part of me in a way. So I really wanted to learn how to play guitar for wow. that but. It didn't work. I accepted. I moved on. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that was you're saying that it's best for. It's not necessarily the. So I think it's more about then doing like multiple things than just focusing on on one thing. thing. Yeah. Mm. To be fair, I think it's also because of how fast paced the world is right now. So Mm. things that weren't as weren't generating income it's still wild like i've i was in i think in a conference or something with someone and she was telling me about anise and the desire of anise to become a content creator and a youtuber that's like career goal career wow. life's aspiration wow that's all she wants to you can't even tell her anything else and it's actually a thing now like people make millions from that millions legally legally from creating content influencing brand management etc and so wild but also it's one of the things where even being a content creator you almost have to keep up with the pace because things are moving Moving fast so swiftly yeah because i remember when trend treads treads came out like i could see a lot of influencers jumping on it and quickly like building their followings from it because that's where we're moving to right now. So it's intense. If you're thinking of doing something, you almost have to keep up keep with, up with it. Yeah, because things are moving quickly and people are diversifying and doing a you whole know, lot of things to earn income. Plus, recession is recession. Mm. Um, cost of living is cost of living. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing might not really, you know, yeah. be doing it so yeah, much. And also with the way the world is now, like you see people... Who didn't do anything computer related for their undergraduate degree or maybe didn't even go to a university mm-hmm. and they're in tech they're yeah. just, you know coding they're doing this they're doing that so yeah there's just so many there's so much you know available to do now that saying you want to just stick to the traditional you know you go be a doctor you go be a lawyer to be fair you know i'm not even mad about it exactly. right Going the traditional role, I mean, also have like every yeah. other thing that you think you enjoy, develop them as well. Exactly, that's it. You don't know which one you're going to end up like. Exactly, like you can go the traditional route of wanting to become a doctor, but also like 
have interest in other things, not to swim, not to play sport, not to play um instrument or something. You just find other things that you're interested in. And I it's good now that a lot of people are embracing the idea of training kids up to do multiple things. things. Um even you I know there's there's someone that I know that runs like um is this cyber training or something for kids under five or something. Oh, really? Yeah, coding. So coding. they learn that early. Yeah, now. they do learn coding early as well. So yeah, I think that's the same thing I would say. But I don't mm. mind traditional. If you want to go to the doctor, just know the location and the country that you're going to because yeah, some places you're gonna cash out. <laughs> yeah, and some places you're just gonna be surviving. <laughs> so <laughs> interesting. Mm. We're doing career advice today. <laughs> Honestly, if anybody had told me that this is the direction that this episode was gonna go. I was like, no, I think we just went with the flow. And we really should be letting those sometimes, yeah. yeah. We're always very like strict. We need to have a topic. And then we speak specifically to that topic. No, <laughs> both of us together. Um, but um yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, hope you guys don't miss us too much. Um yeah. we'll be back before you know it. Oh, and if you do miss us, you can go back to our previous episodes from I'm season really one and two and listen. Feel free to drop a comment to let us know which ones you enjoy, which ones you want us to talk about, or you feel like some topics require updates, you know, just let us know and then we'll uh, put that in the in works mind for season three. For season three. Um, also, don't stop liking, don't stop sharing, don't stop subscribing. subscribing as well. So, yeah. what else? This is this. Really? Okay. Oh my God. So that's bye for season two, guys. Yay. And we'll see you in the next season. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>